I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of ButcherBox, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com mega and use code MEGA to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional megachurch. We are here, the Lord, we are here, and we're ready, ready to podcast. Hiya, I'm Hallie Labonte, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where every single week we give our megachurch a tiny family feel. And per usual, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Oh, he's probably tired today. It's my friend and yours, the sleepy, droopy, gray highs. Hey, what is up? Actually, I'm not really uh, that tired because I'm just chugging chaga right now. I don't drink coffee, but I've got a bunch of chaga in me and I'm actually pretty pumped up, Hallie. After well, you've got we bags through. under your eyes and I can hardly keep my eyelids open. <laughs> well, I don't know if there's a, I don't think there's a bags, but anyway, uh, yeah, I <laughs> definitely, we definitely had an interesting night, didn't we, Hallie? Oh, well, I got to hear what happened for you. Uh, for me last night, I went to bed probably around, I don't know, 10, 10, 30 and was fast asleep when one of my daughters woke me up oh really which one the one who's a night owl she had been on her phone and she came in and was like mom uh someone at the church is trying to call you and you're not getting it. and i well i keep it on airplane mode when i'm sleeping oh wow and so they were calling her so she comes in she says check your phone i get on there and i says what is the you know five alarm fire where's the fire you know? i know i thought someone had died my, I had all of these messages. We were being called into the church. We didn't know what was happening. There was an emergency midnight meeting That's right. for the leadership staff. Uh, I ran into you, Gray, in the parking lot. Your, I know. Uh, your car is cool. Do you repaint it? Yeah, that's um, a new a, a new paint job I got on my Jeep. Isn't it cool? It's kind of splatter paint. <laughs> it's really cool. I think that your teens and Climax are going to think that's super I cool. I know. But, um, yeah. Where were you when you got the call? Um... I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but my friend Clay, Clay Mason, Mason Bannerman, he had gotten locked out of his house. Oh, no. And so I went to his house to help him get oh. into the house oh, because good. the door was locked and so was the back door and all the windows, windows were locked. Were locked. Oh, no. And so then I basically was figuring that out with him but then we did get inside but the door got locked from the inside oh, it was no. a, and then so i was basically there just trying to help him figure figure out how locks work uh, well you're a good friend yeah 
And uh, <laughs> so anyway, Gray and I and the rest of the leadership team gets called in emergency midnight meeting. We're sitting there. I actually, Gray, I started thinking, did somebody die? Oh, that's what I thought, Allie. Yeah. I, and then Steve walked in and I said, oh, oh, oh thank, thank God goodness. It I wasn't know. Steve. I yeah. mean, yeah, there are a few people that was like, well, I wouldn't be that upset, but you know, definitely if Steve, geez, but he was mad. Wasn't he Allie? Oh. My I've never seen him like this. It was really intense. It kind of reminded me or made me think of, I bet that's how intense it was when Jesus overturned the tables of the money changers in the temple. That righteous anger. That is right. And it, it, he came in guns a blazing, and uh, and he was actually he he was wearing his concealed carry weapon as well. Oh, I, I didn't so even I was, notice that. I, well, I always noticed, but yeah, he wow. uh, so a little bit intense. And uh, I guess we can tell everyone what it was about. Yeah, I mean, we have every year we have what we call the report. The report, and it's kind of like an earnings and attendance report, and it's our yearly status where we usually celebrate it, and the leadership team gets bonuses, and we get to stand up and acknowledge and clap for each other and everything but this year i don't know sadly tragically unbelievably it's hard for me to even say it out loud gray but our membership went down for the first time in the church's history and it was a five alarm fire i mean steve he called this emergency midnight meeting the leadership staff assembled he was fired up he started demanding loyalty and looking for leaks in the staff where different ministries might not be retaining their numbers that's right and it was intense. I mean, he gave us this 300-page report. And he report. made us all read it out loud at the same time in the middle of the night. And everyone had to stand up and individually say where maybe they have fallen short this year. Right. And I didn't know what to do because I, you know, I pretty much support Steve and support the arts team who puts up the weekend programming, you right. know. And so I just, you know, I committed to, you know, maybe being on the ready with more opinions and ideas if I'm ever called upon. I mean, I'm never asked for my opinion or yeah, ideas, I but I be. just uh, said that I would be ready if I ever was. And I just committed to being more supportive of the arts team. That's you great. know what? But I, I thought it was good what you said. Oh, I know. I mean, I got up. I thought it was really brave what I said said because I stood up and I said you know Steve I'm going to answer for Climax and I've made Climax all about teens and I need to make them focus more on frankly me and what I'm saying and how mm -hmm. I'm living my life mm -hmm. and I need them to be more engaged with me and the message and not always trying to just entertain them and that said I, you know, I say we take Climax to the next level by fiscal 2025 Ooh. by increasing the programming, Ooh. deputizing the popular teens, putting Ooh. them in positions of power, yes, creating ah. a space where there are just undeniable Christ-centered experiences, ah. just absolutely just scuzzed out with yes. with human relational equity and if we can just create a space where there's these you know undeniable experiences that are intense and empowered Ooh. that we ha will have buy-in right away and leverage a long-term relationship with christ at the youth level for their entire lives and to all that, I just said, you know, I I just said that to Steve. I think I, you know, I said that verbatim, and it was pretty cool, Hallie. I mean, I think he, I think he definitely received that, yeah. and uh, because he did, he high fived me when I left. And you know, awesome. this morning I got an email. They're increasing the climax budget by twenty three percent. Oh, that's so cool! Isn't that great? Oh. So but I thought, you, you know, Gray. some people were just not really stepping up and taking ownership. And I thought, you know, I, I thought Steve called him, called him out on the mats. 
Well, yeah, he was asking us to take responsibility because there was a big uh, sort of outcry that, you know, Christians really are under attack. You know what oh, I totally. mean? And and that's just the fact of the matter. I mean, I go back and forth with my son, Day. You know, he's a teenager. He's starting to think critically, and it's a nightmare for me. But, you know, he says stuff like, you know, white Christians have become very vocal about this outcry of attack, claiming to be victims of the liberal agenda as if Christians are actually the oppressed and not the oppressors. But I said, no, Day. We are the oppressed. We're not the oppressors. We're not the power structure trying to tell everybody how to live and be. Day's boring. I mean, but from his perspective, I mean, Gray, you wouldn't even believe this. He says that, you know, we as like white Christians are supremacists and colonizers claiming to be the heroic saviors while simultaneously claiming victimhood. Boring. <laughs> right? He thinks that what's happening is that the church has just, I don't know, simply stopped attracting new members and failing to keep as many believers as we did have. I mean, the thing is, Hallie, and it is scary because you, you see the liberal media saying, you know, church attendance is down. Well, it's never been down in the whole history of Twin Hills. And I just think, who took the data on this report and, you know... Maybe it's even the same company that did the voting machines or something. I'm just, I, yeah, I always no, am no, like no. questioning the data. Yep. And if the data is different than, than other years, I'm going, okay, maybe there's something a bit weird here. So I, I told Steve, you should look into the data and just make sure nobody's messing with that. That's a good idea. Yeah. And honestly, I don't want anyone listening to be worried about Twin Hills. Do not be worried because we serve a powerful God. A very powerful God. And I'm going to take it to the Lord in prayer. I mean, because honestly, what else can I do? I'm going to let go. I'm going to let God. I'm going to, you know, what are we supposed to do? Love the sinner, hate sin, lean on the truth that in the end, God will defeat Satan. God will defeat Satan. We know we're the winners already, even though, you know, the battle isn't over. But I don't know. God will defeat Satan. It's right there in the Bible, so we don't have to worry. But, you know, to be honest, between you, me, and the lamppost, Gray, I wish Jesus, I wish God had just. I don't know, finish Satan off when he cast him out of heaven after that epic battle. Well, it would have saved all humanity from all this wretched sin and shame and suffering and this pain problem that has resulted from, you know, Satan being alive and well and wreaking havoc. But it's neither here nor there because God is waiting for some right. reason to defeat Satan. So we have to tarry. Is that the word the Bible says? We have to tarry. tarry. We have to tarry. We have to trust and we yeah. have to believe and we have to hope and pray. And that's all we can do until we get to heaven where everything is finally going to be perfect. <laughs> uh, you know, and every Terry I meet, I go, you know, I'm always kind of looking at him going, hey, you know, maybe you're the guy we're waiting for. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Just like 
our Heavenly Father keeps his eyes and ears on his children all the time. Our guest today has his eyes and ears glued to us all the time. He's the head of our cyber security. It's my friend and yours, Mr. Dandy Fish. Hey, how are you guys? It's good to see a couple of faces. Uh, I'm serious. We have never actually met you in person. Everyone knows your name around here, but as someone who keeps us safe when it comes to all the aspects of the cyber, we are just so glad you could join us today, Dandy. Oh, absolutely. And that's purposeful. I don't want people to know my true identity or know where I live. Okay. Well, tell us about that. What exactly is cyber, you know, and and cyber security? Because, you know, we are so connected here at Twin Hills, both spiritually and to the internet. And tell us a little bit about your, your role here. Uh, Well, you know, we live in the internet age, and Mm -hmm. most of us, the majority of our lives, we're we're living online. Algorithms are running all of our identities. And so when we're living the majority of our lives on the internet, we have to be concerned with our safety. And, you know, we're concerned about our physical safety and our physical bodies. We're concerned about our spiritual safety and services on Sunday. And so we got to be worried about our digital lives and our digital security. So at, at a large step away, that's what I do. Wow, that's so cool. It's fascinating. I, and to put it in the context of our spiritual lives, that kind of makes it, uh, internet security make all the more sense to me than it ever has before. Because I know that what's happening uh, in a very real way is that there is spiritual warfare being waged around us constantly, invisibly. Angels and demons battling it out for uh, you know the souls of mankind. And well, is that kind of also what's happening? There's bad guys and good guys online battling for 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 what? Are they just trying to get our our info or what our credit card numbers what's the story well i'll tell you what hallie i've uh, i've spent more time on the dark web than probably 99% of the people on the planet i've scrubbed internet marketplaces that would make jesus weep and do make jesus weep regularly wow. oh it grieves the heart of god it grieves the heart. Yeah. So uh, they're they're searching for all sorts of stuff. They're searching for secrets that they can use to manipulate any person, every person, and nobody at Twin Hills is safe. And that's where I come in. Yeah. I'm at the defensive end, ready to block off all of these internet hackers that are trying to do us harm. Really? And so we are under cyber threat uh, pretty frequently? I would say I fend off about... 10, 12 hackers every hour. They're coming after these upright men of God. They love to bring down a mega church pastor, you know? And and one of the things I was wondering is in the same way that like, say, you know, the FBI went and planted all this stuff at Mar-a-Lago, are they going to try to do that, you know, with our emails? They'll go into my email and fill it up with porno and stuff and try to get me framed? Well, let me just tell you, I used to work at the NSA. I worked proud five years at the NSA, and I have never seen this level of attack (gasps) happening on any internet system that I've been a part of. Oh, that is amazing. Not surprising. So so what you're saying is you basically have your, your eyes on all aspects of the online stuff that's going on here. And does that include staff? Yes, it does include staff, Gray. And uh, let me just nip the thing in the bud right now. You don't have to worry. I can see all of your internet search history, but I understand you've got a complicated job keeping the souls of the kids in Climax safe. And so I understand that everything you're searching for has nothing to do with your own personal interests and or hobbies. Yep. Um, okay. Yeah, that's exactly right. Okay. Weird. Wow. You can see everything. Uh, you can see search histories? Yeah, I can see search histories. One thing I will tell you, Gray, is that Lunabars do mess up your pectorals. Okay. Oh, oh wow. 
I, I actually never Googled that because, so I think somebody may have, you know, sometimes my teens get a hold of my phone and they no, like to do- uh, No, I think I've got a pretty ironclad because I've also got footage of, from the security cameras. And so I link the internet search histories to the exact point at which you were on the company computers. Okay. So you also have security camera uh, access. I am the eyes and the ears of this congregation. I see everything. I hear everything. I am your protector, and under my wing, we will stay safe. Whoa, he's the ultimate accountability. It's like you're our sponsor, uh, and we're in AA on the internet. Now, Dandy, I have an internet question and a cybersecurity question. Is there any technical way that you can keep people from watching porn? Is that possible? Well, I will say, as someone who has a young child downloaded pornography videos off of Napster, uh, there's where there's an internet connection, there's a way. You really can't oh, scrub no. porn from the internet. Oh, it is no. something that we will have to live with until the end of time. Oh, uh, that well, is so disappointing. I mean, I really do believe that porno is the reason that America and the world is really just like going down the tubes. I mean, it is everywhere. And I'm t constantly telling my kids, you know, don't Google this, don't Google that. And that's a lot of times why. Yeah, you know, because you've Googled it all already. You okay, know what's out there. You look okay. at it frequently. I didn't I didn't actually. I, I mean, yes, yeah, you know, so I got one of those, um, you know what I did, what happened is some, I think I got a virus, uh, because my, sometimes my yeah, phone what will, I, will well, fill in Well, you know what? I understand it. I understand it. I, I have to, like I said, I scrub the dark web. You have to know what the enemy's thinking. You have to get inside their mind. Yeah. That's why I read the ethical slut. You have to figure out what all of these polyamorists are doing out there and trying to force our kids to do. Okay. Yeah. And so the, the virus actually, a lot of times I'll be on my, like my phone will just do it. And I'm like, okay. Okay, there's a virus. Um, so anyway, there a is not one virus in this congregation, and I just want to set that up right now. We can kind of just take that as fact. Okay, um, but but um, on my phone, there could be a virus, maybe that you didn't catch. There are zero viruses in this congregation. Gray, do you understand me? Well, Dandy, do you suggest that we not look stuff up? Because, for instance, here, I have my oldest daughter's phone because um, she's grounded from it right now. And I routinely look through my kids' phones, make sure they're not being perverts online and all that. But, like, I will sometimes have to look things up. Like, um, I, I, let me just look through here in her text of things that I don't know. They use these codes, you know, like LOL and BRB and stuff. Like, what's 5-3-X? Oh, 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 that's sex. Uh, what's eight? Just the letter eight or just the number eight? Oh, well, that's oral sex. Mm. What does banana mean? Well, banana's a penis. Oh, really? it grieves the heart of God. What is CD9? Oh, that's code nine that the parents are oh. around. She probably saw you sneak in and type that out real oh, quick. P911? That's a parent alert. Oh, CU46? Oh, that's CU for sex. Oh, no. GNOC? Oh, get naked on cam, <gasps> which, you know, uh, this congregation isn't even uh, immune from. What's GYPO? G-Y-P-O. Get your pants off. Oh, no. What's I-M-E-Z-Y-R-U? Imeziru. I'm easy. Are you? Okay, I just don't think, you know. I-P-N? <laughs> I could do this all day long. That means I'm posting naked. I-T-S? Intense text sex. I-W-S-N? I want sex now. J slash O? Enough. Okay, Kitty? I just really, it doesn't, all of the, none of these It's really... a dark, deep hole, I'm telling you guys. I keep a lot of darkness from the congregation, and that falls on my shoulders, and nobody comes by to say hello, and again, that's how I like it, but it gets lonely.
Okay. Yeah, I see you coming and going from the parking lot. And though I've never really seen your face in person, Dandy, I do like how you wear one of those long duster jackets like you're in the Matrix. I think that's cool. I see you. CNG is actually, I see you coming and going. Oh, I cool. do know that one. Oh, that's cool. So, um, you know, just to get off that, I, I do want to ask you, what was it like working at the NSA? And uh, how, did, how did you find your way there? It was scary. I'll tell you that much, uh, y'all. Uh, they swept me up right out of college. I was an engineering student and they were ready to pay me minimum wage. And that was my family's first job. And so I was willingly going to take that as soon as it came into my mailbox. That's so cool. That is great. It, uh, we had regular lie detector tests. They uh, have sent us through a battery of psychological exams on the regular just to make sure none of us were suicidal or had any anti-establishment ideas. Ooh. And uh, funnily enough, the way I got from there to here is that a friend of mine, Billy Bottoms, he introduced me to meditation oh, and no. psychedelics. Oh, Whoa. no. And, yeah, I fell off the deep end a little bit. I started exploring the eight circuit model of consciousness, and one dark weekend, I had a hit of DMT off an improvised water gravity bong, which what? prompted a 40 day and 40 night psychotic break in the oh. eastern temperate forest of Indiana. What? Oh my I was I was blacking in and out multiple week long hallucinations when I finally found myself on a light bridge suspended above a black hole oh. i was sitting cross-legged locked eyes with jesus h christ himself what oh <gasps> yep what does the h stand for i've always wondered the h stands for hell Okay, Whoa. that does make sense in, yep. in a way. Yep, because he's that's exactly where he's sending Satan at the end of the final battle. Well, you know what I'm I I read uh, some William Blake poetry while I was in my dark days at the NSA and he had these series of uh, poems called On Marriage of Heaven and Hell. And from that, my takeaway was there were aspects of the devil that God misunderstood and there were aspects of god that the devil misunderstood oh. and so i think the fact that jesus's middle name is hell actually speaks to this he's keeping the dark close to him like i scour the dark web on the regular and try to buy things occasionally to make a little bit of money because the congregation god almighty does not have the budget for me i mean this is fascinating so you're saying kind of the whole heaven and hell war between satan and and jesus is just kind of a big misunderstanding what I'm trying to say, Gray, don't put words in my mouth, okay? okay? What I'm trying to say is that Jesus needs to know his enemy. Oh. And so what better way than to give himself an identity that encompasses his enemy? I see. So after you got off the light bridge uh, talking to Jesus and, and all that stuff, is that is that when you became Christian? Well, so I'm there on the light bridge. And me and Jesus are staring intimately into each other's eyes. Have either of you ever stared into someone's eyes for more than about 10 seconds? Never, no, never, never, no. never, no, no, no. Me and Jesus, hell, Christ, were locked in a week-long staring contest. Wow. Who won? And when I say we started to understand things about each other that I don't think anybody in history has ever understood, you better believe it. Ah. Oh. This is so exciting that you got to see inside the mind of the Son of God. Oh, yeah, I did. And let me tell you, it's, it's wild inside there. But it, it, at the end of this week, 
me and Jesus had seen about everything that we could see. And he came over to me and he took me by his hands and he pulled me up, put my face close to his. He closed his eyes and then he whispered in my ear, walk. And I woke up immediately and I noticed that a pack of Allegheny wood rats was taking turns licking my anus. And as it turns (gasps) out, human anus produces it like a neurochemical cocktail that most mammals just can't get enough of. But I'm kind of burying the lead. I, I stood up, I shook off the wood rats and I walked in a straight line until I came across a building. And that building was the Twin Hills Congregation. Oh, oh. It, it, that's a miracle. What it's a, a conversion. Story. What a conversion story. I know. That's unbelievable. Neurochemicals. Yeah, so the NSA is technically still looking for me actively, so I, that's why I keep my identity a little bit on the down low. Got it. Got oh, it. my goodness. Well, I'm glad you're working for uh, for us because, you know, it, and, 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 you know in, your, in your job here, can you also see where people, um, you know, because of their geo, the, the, the phone, uh, where they go and come to, uh, the sort of ge- the geolocation and things like that? Yes, um, I, I can. So I, I can see where every member of the congregation is once they step foot onto our property. I okay. see every rendezvous. I see every clandestine meetup behind the water cooler. Oh. But but not the personal phones, right? Including the personal phones. Why? Right? Why the personal let phones? let me just tell you right now. Let me just tell you. The personal phones, your personal phone, I see and I look at a lot. But I don't, I'm not even on the... around a lot. But why, why my personal phone? Because I'm not even on the Wi-Fi with my personal phone. Well, you know what? You have a very important mission at this here congregation. And Pastor Steve has had me keep an eye out on you because you're entrusting the souls of our young Christians here. But I don't. So my personal phone definitely has viruses. It's got a lot of viruses because stuff comes up on there. All there the are that... not one virus at this congregation. There's not an iota. There's not a thought of a virus. I am an expert, sir. And I will say, let me just nip the thing in the bud because I feel like we're talking around it. I've seen your search history, Gray. And let me say it's not squeaky clean, but I understand why it's not squeaky clean. Just like Jesus, you've had to study the enemy and the enemy has got his claws in the youth of this congregation. That is right. That's right. Yep. Yep. That's why I had to do it. Well, Dandy, uh, just quick personal question. Uh, Can you see us when we use the restroom here on campus? Well, me and Pastor Steve was talking about that. I told him it's a major security liability that we do not have cameras in the restrooms, but I'm actively working to try and get cameras into the restrooms. Okay. Well, I just would like to let you know up front that I think, you know, a lot of people don't like to use the restroom at work, you know, for the bad one. They try to keep their number twos for home, but I think I got a dairy issue and I find myself occasionally in gastrointestinal distress at work, Dandy. So sometimes I'm in there doing the bad Hallie. one and I apologize in advance. Hallie, let me, let me just nip this in the bud because I feel like we need to talk about it. I can see everything, but all of the video security footage camera uh, content is encrypted, so you don't have to worry about that getting out. Wow, I just it's an amazing amount of power that you have, uh, Dandy, and I'm really glad it's just you that has it. Um, uh, are you married? Uh, well... You had to bring it up at some point, I guess. I am not married right now. I, actually, my my wife, Esposita, she died a couple weeks ago. Oh, oh no. Dandy, I'm so sorry. I'm going to put you on the top of my prayer list. No, it's okay. She was down in Panama trying to do things for the government that she shouldn't have been doing. And, you know, it's just, it comes with the territory. 
people like us, we, we're not safe if we're not vigilant. That's right. What was she doing? Well, she was trying to unseat a communist politician, which I told her not to do on the record because I thought it was too risky. Oh, wow. And was she like CIA or something? Well, actually, she was World Vision. <gasps> Wonderful Christian organization. Really nice Christian Wonderful organization. organization. Doing people. good yeah. work across the I had no idea yep. they were doing that sort of stuff, yep. too. Yep. Yep. Makes that sense. That is so cool. Well, I, I know that God is preparing another uh, wife for you, uh, Dandy, uh, so that you're not alone. Uh, and I'm just so sorry for your loss. Well, thank you very much. And you know what? I, I, I can tell you right now that there's no one at the congregation that meets my type. Because uh, I know a, a lot about everybody. So, you know, I kind of oh, sure. see what everybody up to and no one here is my type right now oh okay okay so do you do you ever worry about what i'll just say the ethics of privacy when it comes to looking into you know what people are up to at the congregation online absolutely i think about it constantly i think about people's ethics all the time when they're searching for the nasty things they search for and you know what uh, I'm in talks with Pastor Steve actively about the things that he should be preaching about. I'm giving him key words and key strategies to deal with the mood that's happening at the congregation. Awesome. So what are, like what kind of keywords in searches are, are going around right now at, at Twin Hills? We got Disney porn. We also got a metaverse mom with her head stuck under a bed. Wow. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah, kids are really into the digital avatars. It turns them on. What does that even mean? Metaverse mom's head stuck under bed? It means, imagine this for a little bit. If I could just have everybody close their eyes. Okay. Imagine a digital version of your mom. Okay. And now undress her completely. Oh, okay. And have her be searching for something underneath a bed, like a like a magazine or 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 a or a remote control, or maybe the contact that came out of her eye. Exactly. Close yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So she's looking for a contact. She's naked as the day she's born. Okay. She's very vulnerable, and then someone comes up and wants to have sexual intercourse with her. Oh. <gasps> what? My mom? Yeah, your mom. Hallie. She's in her sixties. <laughs> Gray's mom. Everybody has a deep fake now, especially this congregation. Wow. Okay. So I, I'm, okay. Um, I don't even know if you can have sex in your sex. Do you know? Uh, do you have any hobbies? Pastor Steve wants me to stay on the property most of the time because, you know, we're keeping a lot of things secret for him. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't get out much. The servers are my friends. And uh, to tell you the truth, ever since that psychotic break, I, I have enough friends around to keep me company. Where is the server room? I've always wondered. And what's it like? Well, it's in the basement and you get there through the elevator, but you need a special access oh. key, which only me and Pastor Steve okay. have. And, you know, it's, it's nice down there. I've got a cot and plenty of water, plenty of fresh, drinkable water down there. Oh, okay. Amazing. Wow. And does, it get, is it, does it get hot? Oh, absolutely not. The servers would die in heat. It's uh, kept at a nice, frigid 55 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, gosh, that sounds nice. And is that also why you wear those tiny, the tiniest little sunglasses? I've never actually seen those outside of, uh, I guess, the Matrix. Oh, yeah, the Pince-Nez sunglasses. I love those. It really gets me into the mode. Well, I put on some trance music. I can listen to whatever the hell I want down there. I blast it. Wow. Well, uh, uh, forgive me, Dandy, but I haven't been able to stop thinking about those rats and what you said about your, well, your rectum or, or your an anus. Or, frankly, I don't know what the difference between a rectum and an anus is, and I'm afraid to look it up because then the Internet's going to think I like things around the back and the rump area of yeah, the body. I, had to, I did have to look, look that up once, but it was for a medical thing.
Dandy Fish was played by Andrew Pish. Goodness gracious, he's a dream. Follow him at Andrew Pish and check out his fantastic project, the Storm Chaser Improv Podcast. Their artist brain episodes are fire. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Grey Haas was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes.